I'm interviewing Ed Hospodar next week. I saw that, yeah. And like he he left me a funny message. Uh, he called me today and he's like, Earl, it's Ed Hospodar. Fuck you. And I'm like, oh man. <laughs> like, he played for a he played for a bunch of teams. Uh, what is this? Yeah, I think he's on St. Louis, the Rangers. I think he was on the Rangers. Then he went to Philly. Then he went to oh yeah, which is a huge uh, yeah. Back in the back in those days, that was a that was a big jump. Well, I'm just excited to uh, have him on. Just ask him about like the Tom Wilson stuff and yeah, uh, yeah. Well, I was gonna I was gonna touch on that. Um, Oh, for sure. Uh, all right. You guys hear me? Okay. Yep. Yeah, you're good. Okay. Well, let's give uh, give Juggy give Juggy a second. Told them, right. told them. Uh, I'm in no rush. All right, cool. We'll give him a minute. Just give him a minute. We can always start. He'll jump on. He's good. Show you my Steve Stevens ray gun real fast. I heard. I was going to request that ray gun. Uh... <laughs> Crazy to me that he's my neighbor. I, Speaking of uh, crazy, uh, yeah, Kevin Brennan was in this very living room we're sitting in right now uh, a week and a half ago. Yep. Did you see that, Earl? He did uh, Mead's secret show in his backyard. I did not. I'm out of the loop. Like That's all right. Well, you're also <laughs> oh, on, no. out of the right. coast, too. You're well, right. we might as well officially start this fucking episode. All we're, right. Yeah, let's get going. Go ahead. With us we have today, we have the incomparable Earl Skakel joining us. Um, yeah. hockey and wrestling aficionado, um, and uh, LA correspondent, LA correspondent, yeah. yes, right. The uh, king's the best. That was possibly one of the best logos ever. With me today, uh, my co host are uh, Kamala the Ugandan giant, nice, and Rest uh, in peace. Abdullah the Butcher. Uh, I was very scared of him as a child, thought that was real. Me for a second. <laughs> it kind of looks like Stancil. <laughs> I, had to, I had to look closely. Real name what's Larry. What's up, Earl? How's the what's how's your life? Get that get it out of the way. How's the West Coast? I mean, it's good. Uh, shows are happening again. Uh, yeah. At a spot at the comedy store this week. And uh, it was like weird, but like a religious experience at the same time. Because the crowd. I mean, I've been doing comedy like 20 years or long, longer. I don't even know when I started. Like it's so long. Uh and it like I don't think I've ever felt a room like that where I was happy, everyone was happy. Like, and it was sad because, uh, and I know I'm going to drop a little local knowledge that sure. your fans are like, "What's the big deal?" But uh, Jeff Scott wasn't there. Uh, he was the piano player from the comedy store for like 30 years. He passed away over the pandemic, yep. so it was like a little bit of sadness too. Because I don't think I've ever not gone up in that room without him playing me up. So I was. Like, you know, shed a little tear. Actually, if you think I don't have any emotion, I, I was like, <laughs> it was a weird uh, energy, but it was awesome. Yeah, that's all. I guess it, I guess, it sounds like the same thing Comics has said here is like the crowds all want to be there. Now, right. They're I coming. Guess. To, they're so, coming to laugh is uh, they're coming for a reason. You know, it's not just the, the night out. Yeah, no, it was just like they were looking at me like I was, you know, Bill Burr. They, they could have cared less who was on that stage. Right. Like, it could have been Bill Burr, could have been me, could have been an open micer. Could have uh, been Jeremy Piven. <laughs> speaking of open micers, I mean, he's out of control, man. But like, you know. Is he still trying or is he giving up yet? Is he oh, trying? no, he headlines, bro. Like, oh, no. And I get it. You know, I mean, he's a big star. 
by name. I always found, I found it fascinating that Jeremy Piven looks younger now than he did in like PCU, like 1993. Something they, they did something. He's either eating uh like fetuses, whatever they're feeding those people. I feel I like mean, there's some kind of chemical keeping him uh, young here. He and does look good, and it might be Propecia, that. but I don't know. He's uh, he does look good. Uh, and, uh, he seems happy on stage. So I, 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 uh, I, I you know, he's never done anything wrong to me personally, but <laughs> I'm just blown away at the thought process of, Hey, I got me too out of Hollywood. I think I'll get into stand up. Right. That is like the last field I would get into if I had like issues of like the me too type issues. Right. Yeah, but I guess it's like, I mean, this is hack at this point, but right. I mean, uh, it's just kind of thing actors do, right? Is they just, if the, right, let me dabble, dabble. stand up because it's, uh, they think in their head it's similar, but uh, I don't know. And we're, this is, uh, we've said this enough. We are not stand up comics. Disclaimer here. Correct. We're, we're, we're just personalities. <laughs> So <laughs> shitty personality, shitty, terrible personality. We like stand up so much that we don't go near it. That's right. I have too much respect for it, but that's it because it's its own. It's its own thing. Talking to this mic and having some fun is one thing, but we're yeah, going on a stage and having, <laughs> I don't know. Being able to read a crowd is very different from, uh, you know, doing the, uh, the, uh, what, doing the, what was the fucking dance that they did in the PCU? one, two step uh, oh, whatever. PCU now. The Humpty Dance, rest yeah. in peace. Right. Um, but uh, it is good to see that, despite who's going on stage, it's good to see comedy clumps opening back up. And I enjoy your uh, your tweets uh, about comics who've, who've fled the scene. To well, uh, you know, I got a lot of blowback from some of my L.A. friends who moved to Austin. They're like, you weren't talking about me, were you? I'm like, I... <laughs> think that uh if you're in rogan's inner circle it's a it, you should go to austin like if you're in that seven or eight group his stable he's gonna take care of yeah, yeah. and like yeah, i wish i was in it uh i'm like if you were to rank a top 50 of rogan's friends la friends i'm probably number 23 uh you know i'm i'm, I'm there but not there enough to move to austin so uh well I but, think you, you know the well, I just think that uh, some of the people think, oh, if I go there, I'll get on the podcast and then they'll headline me at his club and say, well, Adam is the booker now at, at Joe's club. He was the booker at the comedy store. It's like, if he it's didn't Adam book Eget? you here. Adam Eget? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. But, you know, if he didn't book you in L.A., he ain't going to all of a sudden magically book you in Austin. Well, right. I, I think I heard you say it on uh, on MLC, the MLC podcast the other day, which was great, by the way. Um, oh, thank but, you. Yeah. Exactly. Like if you're if you're uh, if you're an open micer, you can't go. You can't just go to Austin. It seems like they're opening up. He's going to open up a ready to go club and need ready to go comics down there. So, yeah, I think you were dead on with that headlining comics. Yeah, not a well. well I mean, not, he'll I'm need not... he'll he'll need some feature comics. I mean, you, you yeah, oh, have yeah. some of them before Tim Dillon or yeah, uh, Pinchcliffe or Santino or whoever. Uh, right. But, uh, you know, and I, I don't know what the local Austin scene is in terms of good, be, not beginning comics, but good, I don't know, mid-level comics. But right. uh, 
I'm sure they've researched that. <laughs> I don't think yeah. Joe needs my help researching the Austin the comedy scene. Yeah. What um and this is a sports show, by the way. We're greasing the wheels a little bit. We do this every week, or we just say the word sports every five minutes to keep it a sports <laughs> show. It's basically how the show works. Um, what else? That? Oh, I, I did want to touch on one thing because I don't want to beat a dead horse, and we do actually want to get to sports, but uh, I was curious. Um, did you see the big thing? And I think Kevin talked about it on his show, uh, you whatever. Um that the joke that Rogan was talking about the joke thieves who now have uh, specials and you could tell that their newer specials aren't as good because they're not stealing jokes. Did you see that whole thing? I did not. Now, full disclosure, disclosure. Uh, I don't listen to anyone's podcast just because I don't want to steal ideas or like, oh, that's yeah. a good question. Um, I, I mean, I, I would say the the recent crop of specials I would say the last five years, um, they're not all, but a fair amount are hastily put together and, you know, they're, it's, they're not very special, you know, like, right. uh, I, I, I can't comment on the joke stealing they do, but it doesn't surprise me. I mean, uh, but you know, it depends on the joke. Like, you, you know, there's a controversial thing happening in Vegas right now between two comics, uh, about a Michael Jackson joke, uh, but it's, you know, that's tough. It, I, you know, like, that's why I joke about like the eighties, like bands like rat, no one is stealing my material. Right. So if you yeah, hear another I, rat joke, let me know. I was just, <laughs> I was just, but well, we could go round and round on this yeah, all day. Yeah. Okay. But well, um, well, that's the, that's my favorite thing in life. Other than the Ed Hospital phone call is I'm friends with Steven Piercy, the singer from rat. And he only texts me in rat lingo. So <laughs> That's like, awesome. I, said, I don't know if he's doing it on purpose or it's just how, you know, he is. But I said, hey, I'd love to have you on the podcast soon. You know, talk about he did a live stream show and all that. And he's like, yeah, I'll come back for more. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> he's texting then, you in metal haikus. And then I said, I, uh, hey, I have a show at the comedy store. I'd love to have you there. And he's like, way cool, Junior. Like, <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, bringing in our uh, bringing in our official third uh, co-host here. Is he somewhere? <laughs> He's somewhere. He's somewhere. Um, anyway, anyway we, let's just dive into the freaking sports. I guess. Yeah. The, you brought it up first. Uh, Tom Wilson had a week. Um, good week. A, a good week. I've heard a different takes on this. A lot of people say, you know. It's no big deal. A lot of people are, uh, you know, clutching their pearls. Um, but, you know, we 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 have the opinion. Any physical aggression is good for hockey. <laughs> I like to make fun of the fact that he's a complete oaf and and uh, but he's a good hockey player, so you can't hate him. I think a lot of people I've seen a lot of Tom Wilson hate, but you really can't hate him for for what he does. I think in, in, you know, in a nutshell, he's a good hockey player. He just gets in these scenarios where he does stuff. And I think that he has a spotlight on him all the time. Um, you know, slam, slamming a, a little guy's head on the ice is one thing. Um, you know, making big hits is another, but, uh, what's your, what's your take on, uh, on him basically. And this Panarin deal. I mean, 
He's like a dirtier version of Cam Neely. Like if you're an older hockey player. Yeah, yeah, I know Cam. Uh, you know, look him up. He, he was a very clean sea bass from yep. uh, Dumb and Dumber for you yep. younger kids. Absolutely. Uh, you know, I was more disappointed the Rangers didn't do what they did last night on Monday. Right. You know, that's the, you know, show some balls. And, uh, you know, I, I know they don't have fighters outside of Brendan Smith. Right. And, and, He's not even really a fighter, to be honest. Uh, but right, you know, uh, I I heard some takes. But I didn't mean to interrupt you, but uh, the, no. you know, they're they're calling for them to bring up. I mean, their season's basically over. They should have done this in the first. They don't have size on the team to take on guys like Tom Wilson. That's a big problem. You know, I think the only what's the other the other guy besides Smith is like Chris Kreider, is probably the only guy who could really try to fight anybody. Um, but you know they're calling for having Hartford Whale or Hartford. Uh, oh God, I can't make that mistake. Hartford Wolfpack come up and 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 bruise them. But I think you're right. They should have done something that night. Um, you know to kind of. I I don't even think they did that great a job last night. You know they they kind of got handled. Yeah, they didn't do really in that opening. The three opening faceoff fights, they lost all three. Right. Um, and really, probably lost the Smith Wilson fight. Yeah. Uh, and then the other two fights were probably, I guess you could call them draws. But, uh, you know, I mean, I don't know who's down in Hartford right now. Uh, I don't know if they have a goon. Um, yeah. Like, uh, I, I know, mean, you know, well, like the Kings, they have a guy by the name of Curtis McDermott, who is probably the heavyweight champ right now in the league. But, yeah. Uh, and I, it's funny, the Rangers were interested in him at some point, but, uh, you know, they also have my good friend, the legendary Boko Imama <laughs> playing for the Ontario Reign. Nice. Uh, but uh, I don't think they have anyone in their system who can uh, take on Tom Wilson. Yeah, he, right. Right off the grip. Yeah, he is. He is. Um, you know, the thing is, we're, we're Islanders fans, as horrible as that sounds. Um, but, uh, we, there's something that we've noticed is that Tom Wilson will go after smaller guys, uh, you know, guys who can't defend themselves. And then once somebody steps up, not, not like last night, he did handle Smith. Um, but when somebody, we have a player, we have, there's basically two fighters on the Islanders. It's Matt Martin and you got Ross Johnson who they trade in every once in a while. Anytime he faces either of those guys, he turtles. He doesn't go for a fight and the refs protect him, which is, which is something that I, I, that's the only reason that I, that I would say that he's an asshole for what he did to Panarin is that he gets protected. The league protects him in some cases against bigger guys. And I mean, it's, I, I haven't noticed, I haven't noticed against any other team, but anytime they play the Islanders and they get physical, the refs will break up any fight that he has, that he gets into like automatically. I don't, you know, I, I don't know if you've noticed that with anybody else, but. I mean, I just don't, uh, I mean, every now and then Ryan Reeves, uh, who is probably Wilson's arch nemesis, but they rarely play each other uh, unless it's in the finals. Uh, right. You know, I see that with him because they're like, uh, he's the biggest guy in the league or one of them. Uh, we can't have him. We got to protect the other guy, basically. Uh, sure. But I think all they had to do, and I'm glad they didn't do it because I, I I wanted to see what what happened. They if they suspend them for one game, yesterday's game, nothing happens. Like you know, you sure. might see like Strom fight. Uh, I don't know, Mantha, not Mantha, uh, 
what's the guy number 39 they just traded for uh from detroit yeah manta uh yeah you might see that like that and then that's it but they were almost uh, guaranteeing a, a six fight first period if you did not take wilson out and then yep. today bushnevich gets uh suspended for two games for what he did to Mantha, you know, sure. him, which is like, once again, if you suspend Wilson for one game, that doesn't happen. Right. Uh, Rangers were uh, suspended, uh, no, uh, fined 250,000 for their statement, which I kind of liked, to be honest with you. Like they said, hey, George Peros isn't good at his job. Oh, we're coming back. Uh oh, there we go. There we go. Wait, you guys see me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're here. Uh, all yeah, I we're... see is an M. Oh, okay, no worries. And we're back. Holy moly! Listen, I, I let me a couple things here. First of all, Tom Wilson wears women's shoulder pads. <laughs> the uh, no, that's a fact. Look at the picture. Look at the picture. The shoulder cup and the bicep guard are one piece. That's a woman's shoulder pad. I work in the business. Uh, second of all, uh, again, as Islanders fan, I don't understand how the organization get fined two hundred and forty-five thousand more dollars than the player who punched a guy in the back of the head right. after he shoved his head into the ice. Uh, I feel like there's a happy medium somewhere in there between 5,000 and, and, and 250,000 for uh, making a statement. I'm, uh, I'm in the, I'm, I'm not opposed to what he's doing, to be honest. He's a piece of shit, but he's consistent. I, whatever, who gives <laughs> yeah. a fuck? I see it. Just be consistent. So I'm not, well, totally I mean, I grew up, you know, I'm 52. So like I grew up watching hockey in the late seventies and early eighties where like, Let's just say uh, if you um, did this to the New York Rangers in 1981, uh, the next shift, uh, they would have put out Barry Beck, Ed Hospitar, yeah. Eddie Johnstone, um, Carol Vadney, and, and, and one of the Maloney, uh, George McPhee. Everybody, the- everybody could yeah. throw down at that point. And that next shift would have still been going on. Um so it, it's just a different era. I think teams are shying away from carrying tough guys. Just it's a wasted roster spot. Yep. In this era, other than the Islanders with uh, Matt Martin Johnson and, and not the Clutterbucks of Goon, but like he's he starts. He'll, he'll get out. He'll get out there. Ready. Yeah. Uh, you know, you have Vegas has Reeves. That's about it. The Kings have McDermott, but they don't even play him anymore. Right. Because uh, there, there's he's just not. I mean, he's not horrible, but he just can't keep up. It's becoming more and more of a skill and speed game. So, I mean, and they're, you know, it's fighting has almost become a novelty at this point. Yeah, they're like less fights, more finesse. Juggy, Juggy's in hey, the house. Welcome Sorry. aboard. I got New York, New York Rangers fan, uh, Juggy. Well, that's where I was going. We got Big Earl Skakel here. Um, Juggy is a big Rangers fan. We're talking to Tom. We were finishing talking Tom Wilson. So I was just going to say that's a wonderful is topic yours. to open the right up. The floor is yours, you Irish piece of fucking shit. Well, what I heard, <laughs> um, I well, first of all, Earl Skagel, an honor to have you on the show, man. Thank oh, you. Man. Huge welcome aboard. And uh, yeah, growing up as a Ranger fan, uh, I totally agree. It's less uh, fights and more finesse nowadays. People are looking for skills, they're looking for hands, passing, tic tac toes, one timers. It's all skill. I couldn't agree more. To be quite honest, man. I I mean, I like. Uh, for the situation that happened, if a team feels 
that the NHL didn't do their jobs and properly suspend somebody, not only just finding them, then they'll take it upon themselves. This is what I love about hockey. They can take matters into their own hands and they can send people out. And you know what? Send your fourth line out. Let's have a, let's have a, a scrap here. But that guy on the bench is what we're looking for. We're going to get him anyway. And that's exactly what happened. I thought it was fantastic how they handled it. It was great. Slobber knock all around. Well, I, I'm, also noticed that uh, right before he punched Bushnevich in the head, he he was also very coyly using his stick as a lever and like grinding his either his neck or his face into the ice. Like it was very like on the sly, and I found that to be the worst thing he did. Was like yeah, right. Using oh, yeah. his stick as like a guillotine. The, the, <laughs> the, the stuff that dirty players do that people don't see. That's that's the like, that's a that's some real dirty stuff. Take the heel of your stick and slam it as hard as you could into the top of their foot because there's no padding there. That's that, that'll that'll kill you for the whole game. You know. Yeah, you or slash. If you slash someone in the back of the calves, because there's literally there's uh, very little padding, if any, back there. Uh, if any, exactly. I don't think that goes unnoticed by the stick men of the league. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, I guess yeah, a good, totally. the good consensus is that Tom Wilson is a, is a scumbag, but he's consistent. And that's all. And that's yeah. all, that, all that matters. That's right. I'll sign up. He hasn't changed. Um, he hasn't changed. He's done pretty shit school. like this constantly. You keep it on the ice. Don't fucking, you know, have your open letters to the league. Um, yeah, I will agree with that. I don't know if $250,000 fine was in order, but whatever. You know, at the same time, they, I don't think they did yesterday what they needed to do uh, in retaliation to him. They don't have the size to do it. Um, but, you know, Earl was saying that, you know, there's not there's not many guys who they roll out purposely to fight anybody anymore. And uh, yeah, the, the, those like solid positions. Again, I totally agree. It's starting to become an all skill league. I mean, I think the only guy in the last couple of years the Rangers have had was Dylan McElrain. But uh, he's not even in the uh, organization anymore. I think right. He's Red Wings, and I know they just traded. Uh, Lemieux to the Kings who, uh, you know, he might have been someone he, he, Wilson would kill him, but like right. he'd probably take a fight with I don't know, one of the smaller capitals before Wilson got a hold of him. So, Give me a Detroit Red Wing Cronwall any day. That's one of my, he's, he just lined him up and hit him. Uh, he didn't fight too much. He just, he, he answered like, like, like you said, me on the ice, right? Abdul there. Line somebody and Cromwell him slam open ice hit embarrass the shit out of him. All kinds of stuff, man. That's, that's what gets me going. Play the game and Cromwell hard, man. Yeah. I used to love watching those highlight reels. It but is he, good when you can find a player who has a happy medium of being an actual like skilled player and able to, you know, grind. Most fun um, to watch. Yeah, like Clutterbuck is one. He's not that, you know, he's he's in his twilight, mm -hmm. but but uh Still. you know, when you can find a guy who who can who can toe the line between, you know, a skill player or you know, a score a scorer in a decent sense and being able to fight is uh that's what you know, that's really what you need now. Yeah. Well, I think that's what saves Wilson's ass with the league and and uh whoever the hierarchy that's in charge of suspensions is he's a good player. Like he'll score 30 goals. Yeah. Very true too. Yeah. It's like not many guys in this era, you know, like Curtis McDermott, he like, he's probably the only guy who could hang with the uh, Wilson, maybe Reeves. Uh, he, he just, he's a bit of a liability uh, yeah. in this mm -hmm. era, uh, you know, and Reeves, 
isn't like he can play. Uh, I don't know if he'll score 30 goals, but like he won't, uh, you know, embarrass you on the ice. So like, uh, which is why Wilson probably will never do anything stupid against Vegas. Uh, right. I mean, maybe he would. Like, he's at a point now where he probably feels so invincible. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, full heel. He's full heel. You got, you almost yeah, have to love it. He's like yeah. Rick rude, man. He's just, <laughs> <laughs> except alive. Love to. I hate. think he, the, the only other thing that might've pissed people off other than what he did on the ice was the, the muscle man pose in the box. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, it just looked like a kid. Yeah. Odd, like, odd taunts, probably an inside taunt between another player that they play golf with or something. Yeah. Yeah. And, and plus Panarin being out the rest of the season, granted the season's over for the Rangers. It's still like he should have yeah, at least done three games. Sure. That. Yeah. But, oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, Hey, uh, anytime that the Rangers are out and the Islanders in, you guys know, I always shift over to the other New York team. No matter what, so um, he's just yeah. a good well, guy. Uh, Rangers are like a, ten points off. You're such a good guy. He's just a yeah, very well. Good I'm a guy. real guy though. Like, who, who, what am he I gonna do? Not watch. Earl, the he doesn't swear. He also doesn't swear. He doesn't swear he or use foul language. <laughs> no, he's I'm the sure only he Irish Catholic who does not swear. Yeah, he Irish Catholic. He hits the only Irish though. Catholic virgin. <laughs> he'll hit. He'll take it out with this <laughs> with a, with an open hand. He really beats the hell out of women, but he doesn't swear. Yeah. I only swear when the caffeine kicks in and I'm in like full ultimate warrior mode. Um, <laughs> Shaking but, the rope. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, you're all right. Well, uh, we can get into a little bit more hockey before we, uh, you know, dabble on some other stuff. What, what are your uh, playoff prediction for the West now? You, you know, you're obviously a West coast guy. Yeah. Wait a minute. Earl, who's your team? Do you have a He's favorite a Kings? Team? I'm a King man. You're the uh, Kings. Okay. You know, and uh, we, we have a great future because we've got, uh, and Kings beat the Rangers in the finals a couple years back. That must have been awesome. <laughs> that was my favorite game. That was, was my favorite game. That. Yeah. There uh, you go. Not non-fanaticals over here, man. Hats off. That was a that was a hell of a series. That was a that was a great year. Yeah, no, that I mean, uh, we got lucky, you know. It, it, with Quick and Lundquist, there was like two guys in their prime. Like yep. any yeah. team could have won. Uh, yeah, I honestly know, wish the Rangers just played better, man. They just they sucked. What was it? They they lost four to one in that series, if I'm not mistaken. They probably like not got shut out. Well, uh, I think after the Kings until then, came back three uh, zero against the Sharks, they were down three zero. Uh, it was just their destiny to win. Like uh, yeah. And Sutter, the coach at the time, his message usually wears thin after a couple seasons. That was the last season that I think they were on board with his Tortorella-like coaching. Uh, so it was just, unfortunately for the King, Quick just played a little better. But, you know, he's still yeah. an amazing goalie. Yeah, Connecticut boy. Connecticut, Connecticut boy. Yeah. He married uh, yeah. Jackie Backman. I went to high school with her. Good girl. <laughs> That's a fact. <laughs> Wait, Matt who Mo married Matt Jackie Mo back? Tortorella quick. or Lundquist? Oh, quick! Oh, quick. <laughs> and you just uh, to that party at Jackie. That was a, that was a weird thing. Uh, you had you just go to the party at Jackie Backman's. John Quick was there. Oh, uh, I left my Letterman jacket at at, at, at Jackie Backman's. <laughs> that's such a had such a high school name, Jackie. <laughs> yeah. and, Nobody's named that after yeah. high school. <laughs> and her sister married Matt Molson. Ah, Buck he's, a, guys. Uh, he's a good king and islander i think buffalo saber too yeah fact he came, he started with the kings yeah yeah uh, high pretty high draft pick and then yep. uh for whatever reason didn't uh 
you know, pan oh, yeah. out. Well, I got qualms with them and uh, not resigning Matt Molson, but well, that's for another day. Um, Earl, did you, uh, if you don't mind me asking, were you there a lot when the Gretzky years and the Robitaille years for the Kings? Oh, like, 90s? I was there like before the Gretzky years. Uh, oh, okay, okay. Long story short, my dad's company had season tickets, and nobody. This is in the height of the Showtime Lakers, so. Uh, every business executive wanted the Laker tickets and I went to every King game probably for 10 straight years before and then they got Gretzky and then executives were like hey can we go to the King game now so uh, yeah that's it was magical at the forum because the forum was a dirty arena like it was the walls were dirty you could barely see the fans in those old videos got a classic fight right here forum Lakers Rangers Oh, absolutely, man. Uh, but it was a great, uh, like, the seat, the, the coloring in the arena was horrific. It was orange and yellow seats. Um, yeah. And, you know, you could buy a ticket for $5 and literally sit on the glass. There was no ushers. Like, it was a free-for-all. Yeah, uh, the way it should was, be. A yeah, lot yeah. of standing room. And then once Gretzky got there, it was a little more, okay, we need ushers so people don't sneak down into the rich people's area and you know uh yeah it was uh i mean that first year gretzky was here it was like uh, you know la was a hockey town like it, it was like lakers were second fiddle to you know you, you had tuesday night games against the hartford whalers selling out and it was yeah like, right <laughs> yeah yeah r.i.p just, just to see the great one yeah yeah, no, he was still pretty much in his prime, and we got all his buddies from Edmonton, you know, to help him. And, and they, they had, like, eight tough guys on the team. Like Sorley. Uh, they had – this is just my, off my shady memory. Uh, McSorley, Jay Wells, Larry Playfair, uh, Ken Baumgartner, Dean Kennedy, Dave Taylor. I mean <laughs> – You're going through, like, the NHL 93 PA yeah. for Sega Genesis <laughs> yeah. roster right now. That's, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm hearing. Good. Oh, I mean, yeah. I think it's classic. And it just goes the different eras of the league and how things were treated. The first trade they made uh, after they got Gretzky was to get Jay Miller from Boston, who was like, the well, Probert was the king, but Miller was top five. And then, you know, and the condition of the Gretzky trade was it doesn't happen unless McSorley comes with me. So it's just, you know, versus today where you have Wilson ragdolling a guy who looks like a <laughs> you know african refugee uh camp <laughs> survivor welcome to your country uh yeah, I love Aaron. he's a great player but like you know right they're getting smaller every year um yeah. speaking yeah. of big boys uh what who are your uh i won't say top five in any order but your favorite uh bruisers of all time who's, who's your favorite goons your favorite enforcers of all time uh i know you like well, donald Brashear, right yes he was a maniac he was almost tom wilson like where right he, he kind of fought against the you know he was boring uh, you know he would just hug you and give you noogies uh he would fight smaller players uh <laughs> you know like i remember one game he went after yaramir yager when he was on the rangers and then uh he fought shanahan and shanahan held pretty in, in there with him and he's then a tough guy yeah as they broke him up for sure just turns around and sucker punches aaron ward right in the face for no reason uh i, I like guys who you know made it interesting uh, and then well probert's the king Robert, yeah. he's the, i mean the, there's no one 
who comes close to him. Uh, and Joey Koser, who was his – that's how tough Detroit was. And think about if you were an opposing player and you beat Bob Probert. And he did lose a few times. No harm there. You knew the next shift you had to fight Joey Koser because he was going to be like, all right, you beat my guy. Now you got to Right, me. you got to go through the gamut. That's right. Yeah. So, and then uh, I would say uh, Barry Beck, uh, Ranger, a uh, great from the past. Uh, yep. Didn't fight a lot, but that's because he didn't have to. Um, and then I like it, Ben Wilson of the Flyers because he was he was an asshole. He, he might be the closest <laughs> thing to Tom Wilson from that era because he hit smaller players, dirty, um, didn't care who he fought. He would hit a goalie over the head with the stick. Right. Nothing of it. Uh, and I don't think he was ever suspended. See, that's the thing. If if this if what Tom Wilson did happened forty years ago, it no, it wouldn't even be like it wouldn't be a whisper in the wind. It wouldn't nobody would even mention it. It would right. just be you know right. play as usual. It's I mean it's like it's changed so much, and the the league is just uh, I don't know. I don't like the way they're trying to reform things. Um, I don't think it's that drastic yet, but I can see them pushing towards more. You know. Pussification? I don't know. What's yeah. working? They're, they're already banning fighting in juniors, which is where you know Tom Wilson probably learned how to fight and be a dick was in juniors. Uh, yeah. Um, and you know, I think that you know the face shields. I think. Uh, yeah. Kind of limit who wants to actually hit their hands. Right. You can't take a shift if your helmet falls off. You know. So and. You know, I mean, I, but you know, it's tough. Like I grew up and I sound old because I am much older than you guys. Yeah. But, uh, you know, you, you can't have some of the guys who are playing in the eighties in the league anymore. Like those types, you know, that Jay Caulfield literally learned how to skate at 16. And, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he was a ranger at first, uh, but you know, he was the one who wore that huge, like linebacker neck brace. Yep. Yep. Cowboy collar. <laughs> what does this guy do? They had to walk him out <laughs> onto the ice with a fucking like leash. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. So, I, I mean, I understand you, you don't want guys like that playing in I, the league, but it's still, I wish there was some way to find, a way to inject the league or the games with more emotion. Cause think about it. We all watched that game last night. Cause we knew what was going to happen. Right. So, right. I'm not yeah. I'm what- sure anybody who, who, who just normally watches hockey in any sense, like everybody was tuned into that. Yeah. Cause you knew, like I haven't been that excited to see a game in years. Uh, Cause you just, now I didn't think there were going to be three fights off the draw. I just thought, you know, Wilson would take a shift and then Smith would go after him and then that'd be it. But like, I was pleasantly surprised with the amount of hijinks. Yep. Yeah. I think my, uh, he was also a King. One of my favorite, I mean, recent, um, scrap battles was, uh, was it 2013 or 2011? It was, uh, the Islanders versus the Penguins. I think that was like known as fight night where they, I think they had, it was when they had Brick DiPietro. He got knocked out by the, the Johnson. Pitch. Yeah, the Johnson the night before. And then the next time they play, or it wasn't the night, I don't know if it was a back to back, but the next game that they played him, it was lit. The entire game was just a fight. There was, I don't think they <laughs> actually played. Um, and uh, Michael Haley yeah. lit up everybody on the Penguins. He Hero was, Roots. Yeah. 
Well, then I remember Haley went after the guy. He, he like fought whoever. I think he was fighting Talbot. Yeah, Talbot, Cam Talbot. Yeah, that, that was. And then you just out. see Haley kind of look at the goalie and just sprint after the goalie, and then Eric Goddard, who was a tough, tough dude. Yep, Goddard was there. You know, just Trevor and Gillies. Trevor Gillies, no relation. <laughs> but he was like beating up some Swedish player, I think, who was hurt. Clearly, this guy was hurt, and yep. like. Gillies is standing over him like, <laughs> I mean, that's a guy who was the additional time. The, he was the goon goon, you know, that he literally offered absolutely nothing uh, besides, you know, a, a handlebar mustache and uh, a problem. Yeah. He might've been the last true goon to play in the league. Uh, yeah. Got him and Goddard. Yeah. If even like LaRock could play. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and other, you know, tough guys. You know, Brashear wasn't horrible as a player. He wasn't great, but like, right. But he was know, holy field with skates on, basically. Like, I think Gillies would have trouble scoring in my ball hockey league. <laughs> <laughs> um uh well, well actually, actually, Earl, you just hit on you still you still play? I do 52 years old and I fucking dominate. Fuck yeah! There you go. So, Hell are yeah. you you're playing in a men's league? I play in a men's ball hockey. Well, it's co-ed, but there's okay. More uh, more men than women, uh, but it's a serious league. Like, there's we have a guy right now who plays in it, and he was in the NHL the last ten years. Uh, Mitch Callahan, uh, who drafted I think in the second round by the Oilers, and or no, by the Red Wings, and then he went to the Oilers. Uh, so i mean it's it's i mean there's not fights but there's enough action to uh you know warrant you be in good physical condition right but i have a super hard slap shot like i have an nhl speed slap shot uh so you know that's where i score a lot of my goals i've got about 45 scoring trophies upstairs that take up the whole second bedroom Wow, Earl's got a fucking boomer, man. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> I do. Like, if I were to equate myself with an NHL player, it would be like uh, Shea Weber, uh, you know, a little slow. Wow. But, you know, you, you give me a little space, I can score from anywhere. Yeah, he's giving you a frozen rope. Uh, did you play ice hockey as a kid growing up? I did, but uh, I and I took ice skating lessons, and I, I got discouraged when my skating instructor, who was the guy who – was the instructor for the Kings. Not that you need to teach NHL players how to skate, but he was the guy who was in charge of improving their skating. Uh, he's like, Earl, I love you, man, but you skate like Mick Jagger walks. <laughs> <laughs> like a chicken? <laughs> I, was, I, I was... I was not a great skater. I couldn't stop. I was like Goldberg from the Mighty Ducks. Like, <laughs> if, if I could get a shot, I would score. Uh but I just, uh, I, I guess I quit playing because I wasn't having fun because everyone was such a better skater than me. So I was like, oh, I'll just okay. play ball hockey. I can run with anyone. Yeah. It's important to have fun, let me tell you. As a, I mean, yeah. Uh, as, as, you know, as a current coach, like, it really is. Yeah. <laughs> Goldberg. It's like golf. Golf is one of the greatest games of, of all time. But if you're not good at it, it sucks. Goldberg had a rough yeah. time. <laughs> Yeah, he, he really – I thought I was going to bump into him at an open mic out here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, 
Get that kid a roast battle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Jesus. He leaves, it looks like he needs a roast. Yeah, I'm looking yeah. at a picture of him. Uh, he looks a bit. Uh... It's a tough business, man. I mean, uh, you know, the acting business might be even tougher than the comedy business. There you go. <laughs> There's gold. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Like... <laughs> Jesus Christ! I, I, uh, yeah, Jesus. He went from, yeah, he went from a Jewish goaltender to Cheech Marin on right. crack. I mean, he looks like uh, Tom Hanks at the end of Philadelphia. <laughs> Dead. Yeah, but he yeah. came back right now. He's back to being a normal person. Yeah, he yeah, recovered. Yeah. He went to. He, uh, he's a, what a great story! What a great story! And. Uh, was he not featured in the uh, reboot of Mighty uh, Ducks? I gave that. I tried. I gave it two. I couldn't. Do, it's for children. The Mighty Ducks reboot. I gave it two minutes and I couldn't do it. Yeah. Uh, because I yeah. grew up on the Mighty Ducks, but that this new thing is not for. Yeah. Them. What does Julie the cat look like right about now? Yeah. Right. Hot. Right. Yeah. yeah. Some lookers. What about the other one? Uh, the, she was in the. Uh, yeah. Let's talk about. Oh, child. Margaret let's, Moreau. Let's talk about child. You know. Yeah. You know what I'm talking Margaret about. Margaret Moreau. Connie. Not the former figure skater, but the one who was. Uh, she she was also in one movie. of our favorite movies of all time. Wet Hot American Summer. Yeah. 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 You know what I'm talking about. Wait, pull up a picture of her. I don't know, you know who you, you guys are talking about. about. You know what I'm talking about. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Who is she in Wet Hot? She was Katie. She was. Uh, oh, there you go. Yeah, we'll pull up. a. Uh, um yeah yeah that that reboot i, I thought it was going to be an actual reboot it uh, yeah well reboots you either hit or miss or like the cobra kai thing that's a huge hit uh but that was fun but they was making fun of itself too that's what i was hoping this would kind of be um yeah they're in on the joke with cobra kai like She's not. Oh, she's yeah. doing. She's Everybody doing, gets a bonsai. She's doing just fine. Margaret Moreau is doing just fine. Well, I'm excited for the upcoming season because they're bringing back. Oh, she's not. Yeah, bad. there she is. Yeah, she's doing great. Good old Connie. Hey, is she still going out with Gee? <laughs> <laughs> she kind of looks like that female goalie, Manon Rion. Oh yeah, she played on the Lightning, wasn't she? The yeah. uh, first female goalie to uh, to start a game, right? Yeah, I think she played. I don't know if she played a regular season game, but I think she started a preseason game. And uh, oh yeah, man, that, that locker room must have stunk. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holy well, shit! At least they all had sandwiches waiting for them after the game. That must have been a nice perk. Yeah, I mean, she knew her place. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we're all guys here. Yeah. Most, most locker rooms have kitchens. Um, she, uh, we, well, me and Juggy's Juggy grew up playing hockey. I played some hockey. We all got oh, yeah. used to playing co-ed men's leagues, and that's kind of one of the weirdest uh, uh, having changing with a chick in uh, in a men's in a men's like men's league hockey locker room. They, I mean, the when I did that, they actually had like. Uh, separate locker rooms. No, no, no. They, they they got with the times. What kind of leagues did you participate in? <laughs> Greenwich. He's a Greenwich. My, my men's league. My men's league. We had they one locker room. They didn't give uh, a shit. Okay, fair enough. They didn't I, give a uh, shit. For the one in Twin Rinks, yeah, some girls actually didn't give a shit because they were not. They weren't like taking it. You can't see anything anyway. Like they came in almost half dressed anyway. But um, yeah, I guess for the first time, I was like, oh, okay, th this is happening. All right, well, welcome aboard. I guess. I got used to it pretty quick. I got three sisters, so it's, it didn't really mean much to me. That was the thing. Yeah, you were looking at naked girls all the time. That's the one sport oh, where yeah. chicks chicks can fucking hang with dudes. 
like oh yeah that's the thing in like, uh like, in like or... yep yeah skills skill drink too they can fucking drink girls who play hockey can fucking drink oh yeah they can handle themselves absolutely it's, fu- it's a lot of fun too to see that shit the pucka hose i mean, remember those the old, uh, the old oh, hot boy. biscuits or the stale bagels, what are they called? That was the <laughs> Wisconsin stories. We'll have to come back. We have to do another installment of the Wisconsin. Hot story, biscuits. Right? What are you guys talking? We about? went to uh, it's a, it's a yeast infection. Away, Jim. We, we already did one. Uh, we did one installment of Wisconsin stories. Earl, we did a little Bat Blue National Pond Hockey Tournament in Eagle River, Wisconsin, like the top dead center of Wisconsin. We went to four years in a row. Four years in a row. Yep. Um, Dollar Lake, and just burned the city to the to embers absolute ground but uh everywhere one we of went. the teams was puck a hose and then there was uh um yeah Shout anyway out to the hot biscuits i think they were called uh, i was on a team in a ball hockey tournament in vegas we were called the peter north stars <laughs> oh, that's, good. <laughs> that's good that's good and the logo was like where the n on the north stars would be going up it was a huge dick ah. and it was like there you go. Uh, no, this is guys, a bias. We're going to be playing against women. I don't know if, like, it's like <laughs> I'm sure they loved it. Oh, man. But then I saw another team from Canada was called the Swallow. So I was like, all right, I got it. There it is. I got to, uh, I have to comment on before we get too far away here because we, we, we were off last week. Uh, and this is neither here nor there. I don't do transitions. I don't really care. Well, you're going through one right now because you almost That's look like right. a lesbian. Well, I'm gay now, and I'll soon be a woman, hopefully. Um, but well, you'll get I, better spots. I'm trying to <laughs> yeah. get spotty. play hockey with us. We got the D, uh, the D position open. Spotty underwear. Right. Um, <laughs> the, the Jets draft. Sorry. The Jets draft. Uh, I have the comment. It was... Uh, I can't speak. It was deplorable. Absolutely embarrassing. Not happy with another Jets draft. So we we drafted Sam Darnold 2.0, a guy. Oh, let's get a guy from BYU, a Mormon university who is Mormon. Let's bring him into New York City after the last failed quarterback, another generic white pocket quarterback in the 2021 NFL. So that's our first pick with the second pick in the draft for starters. And then we draft a five, a five, nine wide receiver, a guy three inches taller than me, <laughs> who not only that, but he, he's the guy who lost the, his team the game when he pissed, when he pretended to piss like a dog after he scored that touchdown and they got a penalty and then they missed a field goal. And then Ohio State and then the other team kicked the field goal to win the game. So you get a fight, you get a You get a guy, a Mormon from BYU as as the quarterback. After you just had a failed another white quarterback, and then you get a five nine guy who loses team games by pretending to be a dog pissing on hedges to play with a rookie, by the way, to be this rookie's quarterback. He's five nine in the NFL. I heard I saw people like saying, Oh, nice, good draft. What the fuck are you fucking delusional? Another failed Jets draft. Another, we're gonna go another five years without having a quarterback, and I'm not even being funny. This is just fact, and I don't give. I give me a black mobile quarterback. It's 2021. I want a quarterback. I want. I wanted the quarterback from uh, Ohio State, wherever the hell Tavon Smith, whatever. Bill. Yes, thank you. Give me a guy who can run for 50, 100 yards, throw for 200. That's how you went. And then you don't give. Then you have to. Don't worry about dumping money in your offensive line. <laughs> Give me a give me a black 
Give me a quick. Yeah, I'm not even saying it like that. I'm just fat. No, I don't I, care. I'm, I'm, I, I agree. Don't, I, don't I want to talk about need a mobile, PC. I don't they need a, a mobile That's quarterback. That's what it is. Look who wins. Lamar Jackson. Right. Tom Brady's an outlier. Fuck him. Lamar Jackson, <laughs> Pat Mahomes, <laughs> Russell Wilson. Yeah. He's oh, an fuck outlier. Tom Brady. Fuck okay, please don't get me started on Tom Brady. That's a whole. That's a whole. He's, ru- he's ruined my life. Kisses his son on his ruined. mouth. Everything. All the problems I've ever had come back to Tom Brady playing for the Patriots. I'm convinced of it. Too good. I mean, I'm a Steeler guy, and if he wasn't around, Steelers would have at least two more Super Bowls. Well, I'm a Jets but, fan, so he's ruined my whole life. My whole life is over. <laughs> my whole life is no, over. Yeah. I would have I been a millionaire. Oh, I would have had a beautiful wife. <laughs> I would have had a beautiful wife. I would have had a much better job. Everything would have been different if Tom Brady didn't didn't play for the Patriots. <laughs> Rack me. Yeah, I feel like there really is Mark no Wahlberg would be there. there really aren't question. any Patriots fans. <laughs> they were all just Tom Brady fans. Sorry, that's a I great to, point. We don't have to talk that about the draft. I had to get that out. This um, answer ran is brought to you well, by actually, Tylenol because you fucking need it. Juggy, actually, I'll throw it to you with this um, um, for the next subject here. Did you see AEW? Is that right? The wrestling? Yeah, right. Yeah. AEW yep. is number one for the first time. Um, we in was the ratings. Last, la- yep, for the Get first the f- time. Really? Yep, yep. Uh, Jim ah, Ross, Chris Jim, Jericho is killing it. Jim Ross Let's tweeted go. it today. Jim Ross tweeted it today. They were wow. number one for the first time. Well, first of all, how can I follow up a stancil rant? How dare you? Throw well, you're a Jets fan. I'm sorry. I, I mean, you guys can. No, no, you're you right. I figured. Right, I, right. I just had to get that out. I'm in therapy. Chris Jericho right. is the melting fight. sternum. Yeah, the best part about that was that just watching you and hearing all that, I was just like, yeah, I don't, I don't need to say anything. I'm perfectly fine now. I totally agree. It sucks. Um, yeah, but to get back to it, really, dude. Yo, I'm such a huge Orange Cassidy fan. I get so much hate for that, but his his shit is I don't know. If you're if you don't know who Orange Cassidy is in the AEW, just nope. check out some of his shit. Whatever. It's pretty uh it's 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 outside of the box, whatever. But I'm fucking good for Chris Jericho, man. Number one. I thought NXT hey, uh, slow would down, slow down, slow, it, slow, wow. slow down, slow down. Well, nice. you threw it to me. I won't slow down. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you a question. All right, what's the question? Jeez. Wow. Uh, what does Chris Jericho have to do with AEW? He's in AEW. He's in it, isn't it? Yeah. He runs it. Right. All right. Good for him. He he got good ratings. <laughs> Go ahead. Great Keep question. Going. I cannot. Oh, say, I'm I'm gonna bow out of this one. I have not watched wrestling since. Uh... No, you should. AEW is good. Is it, is I'm good? telling you, check out Cassidy. At least check him out. Te- just make fun of me afterwards like you always do anyway but at least check it out see i like that i like when there's a competing product i didn't that like at, after wcw left yeah. or they bought him up that was the end of wrestling as far as i i was concerned until you know obviously you say it's good now but that for me that was that was it that was the wwe story. in wrestling is like disney is to media they're buying up fucking everything they possibly can and they're yeah. putting their own stamp on it good for aew for being a competitor I good shit. They, 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 there's a couple other like crappy fucking wrestling things, and I can't name them off the top of the head. But like the the one that Hogan was in, and like this unmentionable bullshit. Like, but just check it out. They're, they're what they're down in like Jacksonville or something like that. They usually like that outdoor. Like they've had fans constantly. Like and from what I understand, they still they're against COVID. They're not doing because obviously W because. Or we, us three, we grew up in that attitude era. That was our, that's our bread. And well, I mean, I grew up like all right, the, we're all the same. Hulk but, Hogan era. Okay, well, uh, yeah, but that was our bread and butter. But the point is, since then, right compared to that, it's WWE's PG now. Literally, yeah, it used to be PG. Yeah, 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 yeah. So AEW, AEW, from what I understand, still is kind of pushing it a little bit. 
Is that is that what's going on? They still like pushing the envelope. They'll bleed and like get a little color. Get a little uh, Tom Wilson. There's a little bit more blood, but I wouldn't call it like over the top, like you know, a Texas death match or anything like that. Like they don't they don't push that kind of envelope, but. It, it's tough to say like they're not again Texas, they don't like Texas go out there with like definitely. girls hanging out all over the place like they used to in the attitude era like they, they just push Chocolate current movie. envelopes which is not really that big of a you know it's not that big of a deal because oh my god it's the most shocking thing they just said the f word and they bleeped it out but they shouldn't have said it in the first place suspend them cancel them relax Jeez louise so the current envelope it's not that Jeez much louise. but they are pushing it <laughs> well although that women's match the women's match maybe three weeks ago was the most amazing women's match I've ever seen. They both were bleeding. Uh, the, the one girl, I think Britt Baker, Dr. Britt Baker, that's her name. Or what are they not like, bleeding? Well, I'll tell me, yeah, but on their face. Uh, but like, she looked like the Sandman, uh, like <laughs> blood every, like I've never seen that before. Even uh, my fiance Chandler, she was she stopped what she was doing and was like this is amazing like uh and last night's main event was very wcw war games like with the two rings and uh, (laughs) nice and the bad guy mjf is like he's pretty funny and you know i'm a jack swagger mark so i always root for jake hager you know when they had him doing the stuttering gimmick that was pretty funny oh yeah (laughs) I like the we the people thing before he left, but yeah. Yeah, no, he's well, he's a legit athlete. I I think he was like still to this day the number one uh in wins and and Oklahoma history in wrestling. And that's pretty impressive. Uh but I do love how in Bellator they say he's an undefeated fighter, like he's some unstoppable monster. And he's literally fought two guys that look like roast battle contestants. L.A. roast battle. I don't mean to disparage the New York uh, roast battle community. (laughs) Stand up, New York. I know there's a beef with uh, you know L.A. New York roast battle people. We don't have to worry about that here. (laughs) (laughs) All of our girls. They're bringing back. They're bringing back the roast battle uh, next week at the stand. Good luck with that. I mean, if you haven't been on TV by now with the show, you ain't going to get on next year. (laughs) Keep the weekly show going, and Jeff Ross will call Todd Barry for the next TV gig. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Jeff Ross. Ugly. Yeah, oh boy. That's one of the things I enjoy. Uh, yeah, yeah, let's move on. Sorry. Yeah, we'll move on. We'll move on. That was good. My we, bad. My bad. No, no, no. I don't want to get you. Yeah, that's all right. That was covered on MLC anyway. Again, a free, free. Yeah, party. yeah. That was, you know. Why, was, do you, why do you like Jeff Ross? What's happening with Jeff Ross? Why is he so. I, listen, I, by the way, because you, you heard about it, I think you heard about it. We offered, uh, uh, we when Kevin was here in this very room. I was, oh, yeah. We got to talk about that. I was talking to him about, uh, and I, I'm not taking credit for it, but I, I was like, I was like, I, I don't want to do so. I was like, first, you got to go back out and do spots if for nothing else than stories for you for the podcast. It's gold. And what happens? And where I told him, let me or me know. We'll come be your unofficial bodyguards because you always have trouble, Kevin. And what happens is first weekend out, he gets mauled by by Bobby Kelly on the sidewalk. Um, and we should have been there. I told him, so I asked him if he needed a detail for this weekend. He told us. Hey, so big. He's like a rhinoceros. 
Um, yeah, God bless that man. God bless. I love him. Like he's like, yeah. I respect that he just speaks his mind and like names. Absolutely. I mean, I'm in LA. Like nobody names names. You know. Well, that's why that's why I've always liked you, Earl, since I've been introduced to you, is because you're fucking uh, you're a rare one out there. And it's not even like you say anything too crazy. And I don't mean I, I don't mean any offense by that. I'm just saying, like, you you you're, all you're doing is calling it as you see him. Right. But it's like everybody's so worried about uh, who who you're going to offend or bother or saying the right thing. I don't know. It's, that's why we all love Kevin, because he doesn't he, he just says what he uh he just says the truth right. is all. He keeps it real. Nature, yeah. Now he takes it to another level, but <laughs> well, I mean, I'm pretty close. But like, you, I are, think you know, you, for LA, you're you're yeah, you're you're the yeah. If you keep it real and you don't like, to me, there's a difference between talking shit and talking facts. Like, you know, talking shit is like, oh, I don't know, your guys' podcast sucks, and I've never listened to it. Uh, you know, I just it's still confusing because that's also that's also a fact. <laughs> but you know what i'm saying like you know, uh, yeah yeah, yeah. Saying, well uh their podcast sucks because a b c d like you just start naming facts it's you know i mean you just got to be careful what bridges you burn but like i know kevin had a didn't he have a podcast burning <laughs> yeah yeah and then literally in his life too but you know like uh, you gotta you know think okay what happens if i say this and if you're comfortable with it you say it and if not you just you know i don't know take it in the ass in this business and uh, <laughs> I, I don't you know i'm comfortable enough i mean i'm a completely unknown comic but like i'm comfortable enough to stand up for myself no i think you're being a little yeah uh, i think you're being, being a, a little humble right i think you, that's well, your, i mean i have a low level of fame uh like okay you Okay, yeah, but I was gonna say same for you, same for Kevin. Like you kind of have, you've been there, done that. You've, you've pretty much done it. So, you know, you, you, you're not, you're not. You can me, pick your you're battles. Not one of us just talking shit. You've been there, done it. So what you say does have some weight because you've you've done it. You're not just some guy like trying to get attention to get likes or views or whatever. You're, you're saying it because it's true. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, I'll never just. Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, but you know, I'm I sure I'm sure I haven't helped myself with like say Comedy Central when I talk about you know how I was treated on a show that I helped build and you know, but in my you know brain, I was like, all right, I'm at the time 49. They haven't used me by now, other than roast battle. They ain't gonna use me tomorrow, so it was worth the. <laughs> uh, I hope I didn't burn a bridge, but if I did, it was worth it to me. Well, speaking of uh, people getting attacked, have you ever you ever gotten in a brawl over comedy? Um, not really. I mean, I'm a pretty scary looking guy. Yeah. Like, uh, I'll keep I'll I'll keep it to a hockey reference. I kind of look like Clark Gillies, you know, like just unassuming, you know, but Clark- also dangerous. <laughs> right. I mean, Clark Gillies was, and it goes almost with the Barry Beck uh, comparison, like. They didn't have ever over a hundred minutes in penalties. They maybe had three fights a year because no one wanted to fight them. Uh, right. I don't. Um, I can't remember the last time I fought another comic. I I, I might not have ever fought another comic because uh, I have like a Bill Bixby, Incredible Hulk temper, like push. <laughs> 
<laughs> like, you know, I don't think, I mean, I'm a horrible fighter, but it's a scary presentation. Yes. Earl, I've seen your body. You've got a beautiful body. Oh, on he's you. a beautiful How boy. Now he's a beautiful boy. Do you, um, are you, <laughs> did you ever, did you, come, <laughs> that got really weird. <laughs> I, don't fuck, I don't care. I he like a beautiful boy. Except Dave, very fast. Oh, it'll get it's gonna get gayer <laughs> and it's gonna be fast. Just like just but like Stancil. It's gonna get right. fast. I got gay fast. Uh, uh, no, but did you did you like ever compete? Were you are you just into fitness? Like you you got a hell of a you got a hell of a body on. You got he, a hell he's of a, a personal on. trainer, so this isn't one hundred percent gay. Ex personal trainer, ex all American athlete. That's yep. both facts. But you got a good body on you. Well, I mean, a comment. <laughs> Care to log off? Uh, um, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I talk I about like your body. It. Well, I mean, you know, it's six foot one, two hundred and five pounds of mm. twisted steel and sex appeal. I'm the yeah. man of the hour, but never sour. Wow. Uh, mm. I ripped that off from uh, a Dark Side of the Ring episode. I just yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, oh, which. Speaking of which, that's tonight. That's yeah. tonight. Uh, I mean, I work. I like. I like to look at a woman. And go. Oh, she's got a great body and big tits or whatever. So I, I'm assuming yeah. they like to look at me and go, "Okay, he's got a nice presentation or whatever." Like, I want to see the dark you know, side of her. Uh, okay. So you just stay in shape. You, you just stay in shape. You never competed or anything. Like I probably could have back in the day. Like I was pretty strong. I was freakishly strong for a guy who's never done steroids or anything. Uh, you know, like I could probably squat. 600 pounds and that was with a torn acl now that's not a big deal to a bodybuilder but that's probably their warm-up weight but for me it was like uh, oh yeah that's late. I'll, I'll be honest my form wasn't the best but i got that fucking rack up fuck yeah uh, so you know they call me baby tom platts at my gym because i have these huge thighs and i had <laughs> I a great stance is getting excited now <laughs> i can tell Stancil's hard as a rock right now. you want to see my calves <laughs> Dude, sure. Why not? <laughs> Stan First of all, Stancil's. Yeah, that's, that's a calf. Dude, you have those Barry DeMay, the flexing. That's Dutchman. a calf pasture. Yeah. Like, dude, oh, I'll get a foot. <laughs> yeah, I think he just tore a hamster. He just locked up so hard. What the fuck? Yo, is he he won't be able to sit. Oh, you good? I won't be able to sit down after. Well, that's an all American athlete. He does look like somebody just put a butt in your calf. <laughs> well, the legs feed the wolf. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and, I eat, and I eat a lot. And boy, do I eat. Love food. I've seen you in action against uh, the great uh, Bobby, Bobby Big. Like, that was like. That was like watching Hulk Hogan and the Warrior at WrestleMania, man. It was just wow. like two unstoppable forces. Well, I we grew. He up, was all uh, charisma. We grew up. I grew up. I don't know. And you maybe you did too, Earl. We grew up. I grew up doing backyard wrestling. I had my own wrestling federation. I had storylines and everything. We recorded it. So that was just. Uh, that was just like something I've done a million times at entrance. You know, it's just L.A.W. Know, an old vet, basically. Uh, you ever do backyard wrestling shit in your day? That was that was big in the 90s when when we were younger is the back. Oh, I used to love uh, watching those videos of like kids doing like moonsaults off of a roof and <laughs> yeah, missing yeah. the ring by like yeah. 102 uh, mattresses. I definitely I have them still on v VHS. Oh, it's yeah. awful. 
Although I did watch, I was lucky enough to out here. They had a company called XPW, uh, which I think they are doing a dark side uh, episode on. They, they were like a much more violent, low budget ECW. Like, think about that. Like, that's the one New Jack threw Vic Grimes off the scaffold. Yes. Oh, I remember. Even yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Like he almost killed the guy. Like he tased him. Uh, think, doesn't they, New Jack have like know, they two had a beat on his record right now? Like, uh, didn't he kill two people? Yeah. And he's just like he's happy about it. He's like, yeah, he should. They shouldn't have fucked with me. Ugh. Yeah. Well, he he almost killed that fat seventeen-year-old guy. It's called the mass that's transit it, incident. That's right. That's right. He didn't kill him, but, uh, you know, and I know a few pro wrestlers. That kid's biggest problem was, uh, well, he shouldn't have been in the the, the match that night. He was only 17, yeah. but, like, he, 17 would be he went up to New Jack. Yeah, I mean, that that's, you know, kind of like some of my comedy comrades, uh, 17 and 18. And, uh, <laughs> but uh, we won't bring the mood down. Uh, um he went up to New Jack apparently and was like, "Hey, this is what I want to do." And like, you don't do that to a, a veteran. Yeah, you know, like right. New Jack was like, "Okay, you want to bleed? You got it." So, I think New yeah. Jack literally took a, a cheese grater and just like you know did what yeah. he did. He almost killed the kid, and then the kid committed suicide. I think uh, a couple of years later. So, with know, the cheese grater. Uh, with the cheese grater, yeah. <laughs> No, he, he challenged uh, Ralphie May to an eating contest. And, uh, <laughs> oh, Christ. Ralphie, made Ralphie would like that joke. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Ralphie told me, Earl, when I die, don't cry. Make fun of me. And trust me, I've had every year of my life. That's awesome. Ralphie May. That's it. That is awesome. I was one of the pallbearers at his funeral. And the crazy thing was he was cremated. But those fucking boxes were heavy. <laughs> <laughs> no he had like four boxes of ashes 594 pounds like, yeah somebody cleaning up asbestos <laughs> you know that guy took the rest of the week off they're still spreading his ashes hey, Bill, we got... <laughs> double wide oh double God. deep I mean, ralphie was the best though i, I love him this you know he was a big boy he's one of the ones that are missed heavily him and uh patrice o'neill and all those yep. guys jesus Christ. yeah no he's, he's definitely him. on that level of like legendary uh you know just but you can't you know you just can't fucking be 600 pounds man you just gotta yeah. catch up with you so uh, and then what patrice passed away at diabetes or what, what oh what, yeah. Uh, yeah i think it was diabetes yeah Colored man's cancer, they call it. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing you can do about that, I guess. But I don't know if he ate well. I mean, I don't know if he was like a healthy eater, like, or if he tried to. Didn't look it like it. <laughs> yeah, from what I saw, it didn't yeah. look like it. But uh, yeah, I mean, no, he's one of my favorites. Yeah, we haven't. Uh, What's that? The last. Uh, what was the last three like? We uh, who's uh, the, I don't know LA Comics who passed away, but the last three New York ones was like Greg Giraldo, obviously, and uh, Patrice. Who else? Fuck, there was somebody else who passed. I don't away. know. What are we doing? Just we're just yeah, whatever. People I, who are dead. Anyway, it sucks. It, it sucks. It sucks. It That's sucks. how we finish the show, Earl. We just start <laughs> yeah. naming. Uh, we play I, a game. It's called Guess Who Died. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Dom. <laughs> that would be a long game. I mean. A ton. I mean, I we just saw 
we just lost a good LA comic, uh, Eric Myers, who was, uh, right. you know, great, great, uh, comic. And, uh, you know, he had some issues, you know, like every comic, I guess, but, uh, he literally was walking on the highway in Texas and a car hit him, you know, just six in the morning, car didn't see him. You know, so. And then, uh, Jesus. Brody, That's... Brody Stevens passed away two, two years ago too. Yeah. Right. He was supposed to do my podcast the day he killed himself. I'm like, come on, man. You couldn't have waited one day. Save it for the show. That's right. Oh, me. I've had had five podcast guests. So, like, I'm known in L.A. as the podcast Grim Reaper. Hopefully I get lucky. Uh, Jeff Ross, you want to do my podcast? Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> get Jeff Ross and Piven on it, and you could really do everybody. Help. Yeah, um, I'll do a dual episode. We'll just, you know how big my ratings would be if we did that and they died the next day? Oh my God. I'd be only like one way to find out. Only, yeah, only one to. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, people I'll you can hire for that too. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I'll, uh, I'll, uh, I know some people who, uh, you know, I got some people in the the Rolodex that, uh, you know, have no problem dismissing of my problems. Yeah, it's all about the ratings at the end of the day. Splitting so nothing wigs. personal at all. Uh, well, well, it's the same thing with Piper. Piper was supposed to come on my podcast today. Right. You know, obviously he passed. Uh, I was the last person, I guess, he tweeted. So I had all these news organizations calling me for like a quote. And I'm like, well, I mean, I was his podcast partner, but like, I don't know, you'd probably reach out to the family, like, and you know, like, <laughs> yeah, correct, yeah. But the episode that he was on, like, it, it went from like five thousand lessons to like two hours. It was at like twenty five thousand downloads or whatever. It was like, hey, thanks for you know tweeting at me. Uh, well, speaking of that, um, speaking yeah, of tweeting. Can- Speaking of tweeting and speaking of podcasts and uh, speaking of, uh, I guess, wrapping it up, we freaking, uh, Jesus, that went quick. Um, yeah, was inappropriate Earl. Oh, wow. Now, Earl, I was going to say, I, you haven't done one in a minute, but then I saw today uh, you did yeah. a uh, you did one with Chad, right? Yeah, we did one uh, every now and then me and Chad. Uh, we have this, it's like a, uh, I guess you'd call it a swap cast of. Uh, yeah, that's what the kids a, call it. Yeah, a dual podcast where we uh, and we called it the bad guys and we try and get uh, 80s bad guys and, uh, you know, uh, or, or just, you know, Robert Wool is not a bad guy, but, uh, you know, he, he's, he's an interesting guest. There's the long history in comedy and acting and um, and we had Kim Coates from uh, Sons of Anarchy. And, uh, nice. Uh, Vernon Wells, who if you are a fan of the Schwarzenegger movie Commando, um, he was Bennett, the guy yep. who, uh, you know, blew off some steam, Bennett. Uh, <laughs> so uh, we try and get these wacky, you know, like the bad guy from Cobra is going to come on at some nice. point. Nice. Oh, my he God. He gave me the creepiest cameo. I've only done one cameo <laughs> in terms of paying for one. And I was just like, hey, uh, can you just promote the Inappropriate Earl podcast, but has the bad guy from Cobra, like, and I gave him like a few feeder lines, like you listen to the inappropriate old podcast, don't you, pig? <laughs> <laughs> and instead, I, I get the little notification: Brian E. Thompson has completed your cameo. And I'm like a little kid. I'm like, I shake 
I was so, I was literally thought I was Michael J. Fox at happy hour. Uh, <laughs> and I hit play and I, I think it's safe to say he clearly might've had a few drinks in him. Awesome. And it is a pretty, I'll share, I'll share with you guys. He, he's like a little buzz. And he's like, Hey, uh, you really want to see inappropriate. And he starts panning the camera down to like, his, <laughs> like, and his wife or his whoever was the female in the back was like, honey, you can't. And he's like, why not? He asked me to be inappropriate. And he's just like, I don't know. <laughs> it was like Buffalo Bill creepy. Oh my That's God. Very but funny. he aimed straight. You know, so. uh, but like, yeah, we try and, uh, you know, during the pandemic, as you guys know, uh, I was scared to use Zoom just because I'm not very good with uh, technical stuff. Uh, but uh, outside of Jamie Kennedy, I, I found no one to come over to my house. So I better. <laughs> but, you know, like, I don't know you. Like, uh, so Chad really was uh, amazing showing me how to do it, record the audio like we're doing right now. And, and so that's why next week I'm interviewing at Hospitar because uh, he lives in Philly. And it's gonna so, be awesome. Uh, I definitely haven't done as much because. Uh, I, like, I I like it face to face. Yeah. But you yeah. know, with like like in this case, like we're hopefully maybe next skank fest or something, we'll all be in the same room. We could do this, but I just That'd prefer face to face. I love skank fest. The one year I did it, I judged naked roast battle and uh wow, like I saw things there I'm not comfortable with. <laughs> Which is saying a lot. Which is saying a lot. Ari Shafir, yeah, I mean exactly. I think uh, the legendary Zach Amico set off a mousetrap on his dick. And, like, <laughs> I remember that. In the back area, I wouldn't say catering, but where this, the sandwiches and like Snickers bars were, every guy before their battle is trying to get hard. So uh, like, <laughs> I, I'm going to stand up. I'm not going to, I'm going to be clothed, but I go backstage and every guy is like literally going like this. <laughs> uh, and then they're touching the sandwiches. Like, Oh, is this ham on rye? I'm like, um, I'll just take no, a but that hand is on the... Yeah. Is there anything anyone's hands haven't touched here? Oh, yeah. Man. I just, I just, I just is saw that mayonnaise. I just saw Ari Shafir's prolapse colon. I'm not very hungry anymore. <laughs> well, he was the judge with me. And so he, he walked out and like, you know, he, his balls are next level. I mean, yeah. <laughs> he's got a notorious I, I piece. I, well, I got the hog, but he's got the potatoes. Uh, like <laughs> his balls look like just two softballs and hubba bubba gum. Like they're just. Did you, did you try to slap shot him as hard as you can with that big ripper you got? <laughs> Dude, I didn't. Look, I didn't look at him the whole time, and I was sitting next to him. Because <laughs> and then some of the roast battle contestants, let's just say they didn't have good bodies, and then. Uh, one girl pulled her set list out of her vagina uh, and like, it was real class. I mean, like, I can't wait to do it again. Yeah. So they That's keep awesome. pushing that off. I mean, they pushed it off to the spring and then they pushed it off again. And now it's what, October or something. I think they're, I would get, you'd have to ask Lewis, of course. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I think yeah, the, I heard the, wrong. The New York city one is July 4th weekend. Oh, okay. And I believe the Houston one was the, the one that kept Texas one off. is, I want to say September. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they did it in Austin, probably in Rogan's club. You know, I mean, I'm, you know, I don't want to speak for Joe, but like, right. <laughs> seems like it would be a good fit. Yeah. Uh, where, where do you want people to find you, Earl? So I'm at Earl Skagel everywhere. Just E-A-R-L-S-K-A-K-E-L and, uh, you know, inappropriate Earl. Uh, it's, I'm lazy. I'm not on Stitcher or all the other one. I'm just on Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud. Nice. So, uh, the ones that matter. That's fine. Yeah. And then uh, if you like cartoons, I'm on uh, Tyler, the creators, the jellies. I play the dad. Good show. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's gonna ask, uh, ask you about that. That yeah, no, nice. it's, it's awesome. He's great. He's like, uh, he's an amazing. He's not even a. He's a kid. He's like, in his yeah, story. I got him to originally because <clears throat> uh, of because of the music, and I and then I kind of followed his, his other shit. He's fucking wild. Uh, oh, but he's so cool. Like very yeah, creative. Yeah. If everyone were like him, I wouldn't be so fucking bitter. Like you know, he's just he says please he says thank you good job and even if you need to do a line over again or whatever it's like hey man that was great but could you do it you know it's just like oh I can't have it. yeah he's just like he makes you want to work for him yeah or, with him or whatever uh so if you have hbo max or adult swim you can watch that and you know if you want if you're high on cocaine and you're you're drinking you know uh stancil i know this might be your gig uh what's that? what's that you know if you're if you're roaming the streets of harlem with a good booger sugar uh <laughs> i guess for mcdonald's going, yeah you're going through a drive-thru <laughs> and you have a phone and the line's long you can go on comedy central and look at my roast battles i don't get paid for it create help create the show didn't get paid a fucking dollar uh so yeah <laughs> <laughs> i love it by the way and this is uh you did not ask me to say this but uh your old lady is a fucking funny ass follow chandler um follow yes. her on instagram dude she's fucking she's fucking funny man so follow oh, her yeah. too people she's awesome chandler barbie uh b-a-r-b-e-e uh, uh she's she's like the queen of tiktok like i i'm not she's fucking funny i wouldn't say that if it wasn't true but uh i know she's true. the real deal i mean she actually makes money uh producing <laughs> and writing like she helped write and produce the abc show holy moly uh you know if you like like wacky golf you know like a wipeout type show built around golf and uh, nice so uh yeah no she's i'm still spoofing it on the streets of la comedy i'm a lone soldier he's a i speak for the victims <laughs> you're the people's <laughs> champ Earl. you're doing you're doing god's work you are life. yep keep I bringing the truth more, i spent more money on energy drinks than most comics make in a year <laughs> put that on All a right, t-shirt just to be here Sorry, that's a Ric Flair Starcade against Sting '88. Sorry. <laughs> we Earl, has anybody ever told you you look a little bit like IRS? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, just a that. little bit. Earl Win Arshister. <laughs> All you taxpayers are gonna pay up tonight, and I'm gonna show you this right in this ring with that non-taxpayer. I had no idea. No Bray, entrance I music, had... just that. Just complaining I about the that. people. Oh, he, he was, was such great. a great character. Uh, it's amazing. But, like Money Incorporated. You know who kind of reminds me of him is MJF in AEW. Like, that guy's a great... You could tell he definitely was raised on 80s wrestling in terms of forming his character. Because uh, he's you know a little bit of Ted DiBiase, a little bit of Rick Rude, a little bit of, you know, Erwin uh, R. Scheister. Uh, but uh, I'm a Kamala guy. Put that mother. If Triple H is listening, man. I'm gonna look right into the fucking dot on my iMac and do it. 
God damn, man. Look at this fucking guy. This is literally a, the last known picture of Kamala, life size with no fucking legs, because you guys abused his body for 30 fucking years. Put him in hot feuds with The Undertaker, Hulk Hogan. Undertaker made 500 grand, and you paid Kamala 13 G. Thanks he, a lot, Ben. He might, he might be able to hear you. He's like half a mile down the street from us. Yeah, we're right. Kamala? Triple, Triple H. Yeah, we're in Greenwich. Oh, Kamala. We'll go, I'll, well, do, that was, I'll get that to him. Don't worry. Well, that was my favorite part of hosting. And I know we got to wrap it up, but I was in charge of uh, the Roddy Piper Memorial because my good friend and legendary L.A. comic Steve Simone, he, he was best friends with Roddy and, and was too broken up to do it. He's like, Earl, you got to host. And I'm like, oh, I don't think I'm really the guy to host the memorial, to be honest. And <laughs> so I get up there and it's a packed uh, main room at the comedy store. It's like 400 people. And it looked like that Springsteen video for Born to Run, where they, there's so <laughs> many people you can't see where it stops. And and because uh, people were in the back, it was it was awesome. And then I'm like, hey, guys, uh, Steve Simone wanted me to do this. Uh, I'm not really good at uh, memorials, but uh, I have a list of people who wanted to be here tonight. Uh, and it's dead silent because people are being respectful. I'm like, uh, Kamala uh, actually is going to be here tonight. He's right now rolling down sunset and <laughs> dead silence. Oh my God. DDP in the back going, oh my God. <laughs> 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 Like that is not a good feeling when you're in a room full of at least 400 people, probably more, and you hear DDP. <laughs> and, I, and I saw him just going like this. Oh my god! And then uh, you know, so uh, but yeah, dude, it's great to see all three of you guys. Yeah, man, this, I can listen to you oh, for right fucking hours. This yeah, is great. Yeah, no, I could go on forever. So just you know, we'll uh, do this. We'll again. do this again. We could do a whole wrestling episode. That'd be fucking awesome. Um, me. Uh, you got the show. Oh what yeah, we got a we got a secret or Coscob comedy Saturday eight o'clock. Uh, uh, Aaron Berg, Gino Biscotti, Kevin Dabrowski, and uh, wait, and where's Ryan. that at? That's right down the street. That's our club. That's our indoor club that we started doing uh, shows at in February. So oh great, yeah. So it's awesome. We had uh, Jim Florentine two weeks ago, um, and uh, and it's been it's been fun. And uh, you know. We're trying to trying to keep it going, you know. It, it's it's a little tough up here, you know. With the city opening up, you don't you don't have the the same draw. But we're uh, but everybody's psyched about it, and uh, you know, trying to bring comedy everywhere right now. So, you know, I love Gino Bisconti. Like, you know, he was trying to convince me uh, the COVID was a scam by the uh, <laughs> MSNBC Mossad sent to take out Don Donnie Trump. So I, I he's I like him. an Italian Alex Jones. Yeah, I know. Oh my God, he was like, you don't need to wear a mask because he's like two inches from me. I'm like, bro, I think I do right now. He's sweating. I, I you know, I, I'm 52. I never... You got to be younger than me. There's no way you're. If I don't die, you're not gonna die. And I know that. <laughs> yeah. We've all we've well, all heard. How's it gonna work? Is it, you know, gonna... yeah. Oh, we love. I him. love him. He's a good. You know, uh, hilarious. Yeah. So Gino, Gino, Aaron, and uh, and Kevin Dabrowski this weekend. Zen Anthony Anthony Zaunhauser from the Creeping Corner. Uh, so it's gonna be a good show. Um. So there's a couple tickets left. Um, Secret Show Comedy at Secret Show Comedy on Instagram. I have the link in the bio for for that show and all upcoming shows. So uh, send me a link on Twitter. I'll blast it out. I got awesome. A lot of New York wow, uh, wow, wow. people. Appreciate you know, absolutely. Hell yeah. yeah! It's good to meet Ranger fans and like. Uh, <laughs> right back but, at you, man. 
you know, and if I could plug one more thing. Uh, yeah, yeah, please, please. I know I'm the worst plugger in the world. Like, <laughs> I, I, tell me about it. Uh, uh, new, speaking of New York Rangers, next week on Inappropriate Earl, legendary. And he's a man who fought many times with the man in between you guys. Ed Boxcar Hospodar. Yep. Be uh, my Zoom interview next week. Awesome. So, I'll, I'll, I'll be tuning into that. Yeah, no, I'm excited. Just like, like uh, you know, there's not many guys from his era, uh, you know, the 80s who understand what Zoom is. So uh, <laughs> just the fact that, uh, you know, like, I guess someone I grew up watching, I'm pretty excited about. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, next next week we'll have Clark Gillies on. <laughs> oh, actually, I could tease. I could tease. We have the. the that would pro- be great. I know it would be. There's no, absolutely no way you would come up. We actually you do have know the, that though. We'll try. We'll try. I'll try. But you what? just have to ask. We can do. Like you know, I had uh, the guy who set up the Ed Hospital interview. He plays on the King, or he's an an announcer on the Kings, and I knew he played with Hospital and Junior. So I'm like, hey, can you? He just text him and see if he would come on my podcast. And I don't even know Jim Fox and the Kings, but I'm, like, I'm just going to ask him. He set it up. And like, you know, I think some of these guys, and it's kind of like what me and Chad go through with the eighties guys. Some don't get it. And they don't want to talk about being in Cobra anymore or whatever. Yeah. But some do like Vernon Wells from commando. Like he was psyched all about it. You know, he did all these lines. I fed him some lines to, Beat me like I was Schwarzenegger, so I would imitate Schwarzenegger. He's like, Been it, I thought you were dead. And he was like, Thought wrong, John. <laughs> he fell right into it. That's Dude, awesome. He was like, oh, that is great. It was like, like I don't want to make it, whatever making it is, and stand up for the money or the pussy or whatever, but just so I can interact with Bennett from Commando. Like, <laughs> yeah. I do this. Right? that was the president. John, I'm waiting. Like, was, like, I was getting goosebumps and shit. That's gayer than Stancil's uh, hamstring pose. He did a few. <laughs> That's right. It, it is. Well, uh, you didn't even see my man, Ponner. Do you know what? No, man? don't go I on. I've been waiting, Jim. Oh, no, 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 no. Now I gotta ask him. Do you know? Are you familiar with man pons, Earl? Um, no, I, I really don't want to know what. No, it he is. doesn't. They're gonna. Do- just save it for save it for. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm about to eat sloppy joes. <laughs> awesome. I have a feeling it looks like sloppy joes, but I must say before we go, I love the salmon shorts. So those are like... oh the Nant- Nantucket Reds. Yeah. <laughs> I came to Mead's house in Greenwich, so I had to play the part. Um, yeah, that's man. it. Um, Juggy, you still twitching? You twitching around? <laughs> Yeah, I'm twitching around a little bit. I got. I have a condition now. Still having epilepsy online. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That. I love how you you piece of shit. You put up like the was it Bill that Bill Maher thing. He's like, there's nothing but a big fucking waste of time. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I did, I'm surprised you didn't tag me. You fuck. Um. Now uh, at Juggy Haha on Twitter and uh, throwing up some clips there and then yeah, Juggy zero one zero. Got uh, hopefully got some new stuff coming out and. uh yeah, appreciate it. And we man. got. Uh, I was gonna uh, tease with the prodigal son, uh, Paul Fens, coming on next week. Uh, oh, that's talk good. some playoff hockey. Oh talk hell yeah! Hockey. Talk some Bruins. Uh, Earl, yeah. you're the fucking man. Thank you for for doing this. Uh, by the way, uh, Prodigal Son is my favorite Miami Vice episode. Leads off season two episode. I'm gonna go watch it right now. It's a two parter <laughs> with Gene Simmons as the drug dealer and uh, oh, Dennis Farina as Al Lombard. I was. I, I just gotta tell this quick story. I was an Please. usher at Good Shepherd Church, and uh, 
Dennis Farina, who's one of my favorite characters. He's like the definition of a character actor uh, who's no longer with us. He uh, put money in. I was uh, the money man, so people would dump money in the fucking basket. And he puts in a 20. I'm like, hey, thanks a lot, Mr. Lombard. And he looks at me and goes, uh, my name is Dennis Farina. Oh, I'm my like, God. Uh, not today it is, bro. <laughs> you got to own it. No, uh, to me, I fucking that's who them. you are. Yeah, yeah, like, you know, you when I met the sensei, Karate Kid, I just walked right up to him and said, sweep the leg, Mr. Lawrence. Do you have a problem with that? And he's just looking at me like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> this was before Cobra Kai. So it'd been a hot minute since a Martin Cove had seen the spotlight. Very true. <laughs> well, Ed, or, uh, Ed, I was thinking Ed, Ed Hotsetter. I can't wait for uh, can't wait for that uh, that podcast with him. Yeah. That's it's gonna be fucking awesome. Um, thanks for coming on, man. This is awesome. Yeah. Thank you, man. Thank, Thank you, you guys, Juggy. Pleasure to meet you uh, visually. You and, uh, yeah, boys, I'll see you later. Yeah, send us, that co- send us that Cobra. <laughs> that yeah. Cobra. Yeah. And, uh, send me the link to your show. I'll blast it out. Absolutely. Thanks, buddy. Thank you Love again. You guys. Later. God bless America. <laughs>